Good morning, everyone. Hey, I got one. Thanks. Wow, this is great. Cards on the table. I have never uh, spoken in a convocation, so I didn't know what kind of crowd to expect, but this is awesome. Um, my name is Tom Hartzell, and I work down at Goshen's Southeast Campus, better known as Mary Lee. And this is really fun. Usually when I'm speaking to a big group of Goshen College students, uh, I'm all sweaty and I'm in front of a wetland and I'm trying to, to convey some inspiring words about um, this beginning of college during your new student orientation weekend. And that probably gets lost in how busy that weekend is, but I'm hoping that today's inspiring words uh, don't get lost in the busyness of the back half of our fall semester here. Are there any uh, juniors or seniors in the house, by the way? Okay. Well, I can at least guarantee you that we won't get rained out here this morning. So, just so you all are in on it, here's the plan. I will start by talking about sustainability and how it connects to servant leadership. After that, I'll kick it to Gabe Miller, and he'll share about some cool experiences he's had at uh, Mary Lee and beyond. After that, he'll hand it off to Jose Chiquito, and he'll share about some different but equally cool experiences he's had at Mary Lee and beyond. Then I'll get one more turn to wrap it all up and uh, share some cool opportunities for you all to get involved in. Cool? Cool, let's go. So I thought I'd start out by trying to make sure we're all on the same page with this big word, sustainability. So just take a few seconds, think about it in your own mind and what it means to you, what, what kind of things come to mind. Just think about that for a few seconds. All right. Maybe some words or images popped into your head. <clears throat> Raise your hand if you think sustainability is all about green stuff, like leaves. Some of you thought of that, right on. How about this one, recycling? And this is even recycling the world. It doesn't get any more sustainable than that. How about, uh, <clears throat> How about this one? I know, you all know, that we should conserve water. Did that come to mind for anyone? And there's no way that any of you leave home without your reusable shopping bags, right? Yeah. Yes. Did that come to mind for some people? All right, right on. And there is nothing that screams sustainability like someone screaming at you to turn off the light. Did that come to mind for some people? Yeah, yeah. Save electricity. And here it is. Here is sustainability, folks. It's so simple. Use less paper so we don't have to cut down so many trees, and poof, you save the world. It's great. Did going paperless come to mind for anyone? Couple, couple, all right. Well, uh, that pretty much sums up sustainability, right? 
Okay, look. All those things I mentioned are individual actions that do make a big difference when we all do them. But sustainability is so much bigger than that. It's about community. It's about collaboration. It's about doing what's right, even when it's inconvenient. And it's about dreaming beyond the wants and needs of today to the wants and needs of future generations. Which to me kind of sounds like servant leadership. So here are two quick stories to illustrate my point. Last fall uh, at Mary Lee, we were fortunate enough to have a student studying there who had actually grown up very close to the Mary Lee property. Her name is Rhiannon Starr. Maybe some of you know her. She's actually in the audience. You can get autographs later. Uh, but because of her close connection to the land, she and her partner, Lydia Dick, who's also in the audience, you can get her autograph, uh, they uh, focused their community outreach project on cleaning up an old dump that was on the Mary Lee property. This picture is from that cleanup day. It was cold, it was rainy, and uh, it was actually almost a year ago today. But because they persevered, the cleanup was a success. There are no longer old batteries there leaking acid into this prime salamander habitat. There's no more old motors and tires leaking uh, carcinogens into the local lake. And now, this little girl uh, lives very close to this place, and she has a place to play where she doesn't have to worry about getting cut by rusty old metal or broken glass. Pretty cool example Ooh. of uh, of service. The second story is about a 16-year-old from Sweden. Her name is Greta Thunberg. Maybe some of you have heard of her. Last year, uh, when she was still 15, she began striking in response to the inaction she was seeing on climate change. And every Friday, rather than going to school, she would stand in front of the steps of Swedish parliament to protest the leader's lack of, uh, lack of action on climate change. And she went at it with enough consistency and sincerity that she started a movement. Other students began striking with her, and the movement has grown so strong that there was actually a worldwide climate strike just this past September. She's been invited to speak in halls of power such as COP21, uh, the US Congress, and the United Nations. At every opportunity, she unapologetically sounds the clarion call for today's leaders to take strong, immediate action on climate change for the sake of her generation, yours, and future generations. So, is it important to recycle and bring reusable shopping bags uh, so that dumps like the one Rihanna and Lydia cleaned up don't have to exist? Absolutely. Is it important to save electricity so that we aren't creating so much demand for non-renewable power? For sure. But what's huge here is that these strong women have seen something going on that is wrong and certainly far from sustainable. They've done something about it. 
They've gotten others on board to help with their efforts. And because of their determination in the face of inconvenience and uh, sometimes even um, opposition, they've seen success. The current and future inhabitants of Earth are better off because of that. Speaking of which, the world is also better off thanks to these next two sustainability servant leaders. At this point, please give it up for Gabe Miller. Sorry, Gabe. That's not you, that's Greta. There's Gabe. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Hi, everyone. Today I want to share some thoughts and stories about leadership and relationship. So in the summer of 2018, I spent a semester at Mary Lee studying agroecology. Uh, that's a picture from that summer there. Agroecology is the study of the ecology of agricultural systems. And to me, ecology is all about relationships. It's like the relationship between crocodiles and plover birds, the little guys that sit in their mouths and clean their teeth, or the relationship between acacia trees and the ants that live on their branches and protect them from hungry grazers or all the other fun and exciting interactions that you see when you watch an episode of Planet Earth. Actually, the agroecology summer intensive is kind of like a big long episode of Planet Earth. Only instead of David Attenborough, you get John Mishler. And instead of the Amazon rainforest, the Great Barrier Reef, it's the Mary Lee Sustainable Farm. But the magic is still there. For example, one of the most memorable lessons that I learned about relationships on the farm came from cleaning the goat pen. It was my chore for a few weeks to walk through the pen for the two milk goats, Ruby and Diamond, and pick up their poop. I would put the droppings in a bucket and then dump it into the next pen over where the pigs lived. Then the pigs would waddle over and eat it up. I guess I always knew that pigs were omnivores, but like I was shocked. I mean, this stuff was fresh and they were eating it like rise and roll. <laughs> Over time though, the genius of what I was watching began to sink in. These pigs were taking something most of us wouldn't want to get near and without an ounce of judgment in their 300 pound bodies, they turned it into something highly valuable, bacon. Chef Jeremy at AVI Fresh uses pork from Mary Lee pigs to make chili and other meals at the dining hall, and it's delicious. To me, this is a great example of leadership. Take uh, the classic example, the classic definition of leadership uh, from Brene Brown, for example. She says, a leader is anyone who takes responsibility for finding the potential in people or processes and has the courage to develop that potential. The pigs saw the potential in goat droppings, and they had the courage to turn it into bacon. But the other amazing thing about this whole situation is that the pigs weren't striving for greatness, they were just being themselves. 
In industrial hog operations, pigs are fed a combination of grains and plant protein. It's a mix of nutrients that's designed to make them as fat as possible with as little variation as possible. But at Mary Lee, the pigs are fed, you know, they have a role beyond just becoming human food. Part of their ecological role is to eat anything and everything left over from the farm. Kitchen scraps, walnuts, old apples, spoiled goat milk, goat droppings. They're allowed to be themselves. Last spring, I got involved in an effort to push the Goshen City Council to pass an environmental resolution. It was something that started with high school students in combination with one of the city council members. These students were inspired by other cities who had passed similar resolutions in other cities. And it's essentially a city making a statement that we are going to take action on environmental issues. We're gonna take action on the climate crisis. My friend Ariana saw an opportunity. She saw what the high schoolers were doing and she spread the word on campus and inspired support among college students. She drew on the relationships that she had on campus and in the community. I asked some of my friends to come too and we showed up in force. On the day of the vote, the city council room was packed. Students and community members and young folks in grade school shared testimonies about their desire for clean air and a livable future. The vote passed unanimously that day. And later, Gilberto Perez, who was elected yesterday to city council, by the way, he later told me that the turnout was huge in getting the vote to pass. He said there was no way that those Republican representatives were gonna say no with that many people in the room who were in support. A few months ago, there was another vote for the city council. This is following up from the environmental resolution and they were voting on the decision to create a department of environmental resilience. The groundwork was laid by the high school students in the spring and now we got to follow through and push the city council to take a step that would create something new. Again, we drew on the relationships that we had built from past organizing and showed up in force. This time, being an actual decision and not just a statement of support, the vote was closer, but it passed four to three. There are more opportunities in the future, and there are more of us in this room that can get involved. I hope we can take a lesson from the pigs and the goats at Mary Lee and from my friend Ariana and, and see the opportunities that are in each other to make change happen. Thank you. Come on up, Jose. I just have a really cool picture of Jose too, see? Good morning, everybody. Thank you, wow. Wow, it feels like a lifetime ago that I was at Mary Lee. And I remember that summer. It was really exciting to finally get into my field of study and, and go to this big place and live in really sustainable housing and get to 
eat and live from the farm. I remember taking a, a trip there with my friends in the summer just to explore the place. And in midsummer, everything is just green. There's so many flowers and so many places to go and visit. The first day that I got there, I took a picture of the first place, of just the entrance towards Wreath Village. I wanted to remember, to remember that. At Mary Lee, there were so many cool things that I experienced. It was transformative, and I agree, Gabe, it's magical to live there. It was a time full of new experiences with an, with an unforgettable eight-day canoe trip. We feasted on a beaver, we visited Detroit, learned about how, how to live in a sustainable house, and we made goat cheese. So you can see that when you're at Mary Lee, you get to do some similar things, and some not so similar things like eating beaver, and maybe skinning a deer, and uh, killing a chicken to maybe eat it later. One of the ways that Mary Lee and the sustainability leadership semester was transformative was in my way of thinking. More than anything, that's how I changed. It was how I perceived the world, how I perceived relationships, how I perceived my own connection to the world. So before I go any further, you ought to know that Mary Lee is part of the Elkhart River watershed. A big portion of Mary Lee sits on top of our watershed, so it's the highest point. The Elkhart River then connects over to the St. Joe River, which makes me, you, everybody at Goshen, part of the St. Joe River watershed. That means that all the water that falls on the land drains into these rivers and eventually makes it over to Lake Michigan. This is such an important part of our education and such an important part of how I think now. This is my home, not Goshen or Goshen College or Elkhart County, but the Elkhart River and the St. Joe River watersheds. At The most fundamental level then, we are all connected through water and water is life. Life is sacred and that connection between us, our neighbors, our watershed and all the other creatures that depend on water and its environment is something that I hold so dear and close to my heart. At Mary Lee, I learned to identify our person, we learned to identify our personal values. For me, one of those values was curiosity and relationships. So in one of my last reflections, I asked myself, how can I know deeper? Is that even possible? We always want to know more, but can you know deeper? At least one answer to that was space. And Mary Lee has a lot of space. It has about 11, 1,100 acres or so of space. Prairies, forests, lakes. And so space can be that. It can be area. But space can also be long pauses between conversations. Space can be awkward small talk, you know, that we allow ourselves so that we can get to the meat of the conversation, to the really good stuff about each other. Space can also be a week on a canoe. It can be two rivers on a lake. 
It can be a canoe's worth of space that you share with someone for like a whole day. <laughs> so you get to know people on this canoe trip. You talk, you're way past the small talk, and you get to know each other. It is through that river that I began to see relationships, conversations, and wild spaces as vital to my soul's nourishment as much as water, as much as water is to my body. This watership, this watershed is home to my family, my friends, mentors, to myself. This land, these creatures, and the people of this place nourish me more and more every day as I make conscious decisions to not affect the environment in negative ways. It is the reason I stayed in Goshen too, right? I wanted to be here because I didn't want to miss out on the great things that were happening. A part of this journey through SLS made me realize that I don't want to miss out on everything that is happening in this region. So maybe I should also clarify that because we are what we eat, we are what we drink, the water that we drink comes from where I grew up, just north of town in the Chamberlain neighborhood. It is that aquifer that is the source of the water that you, from the water uh, on our tap. That's the water you drink. So that water stays in our bodies. So maybe one of the reasons why I haven't left is because all of these molecules, all of these parts of me are such a part of this place that I'm home that the molecules of my body have been here for too long that I can't just leave like that. So, as I've been able to explore more parts of these watersheds after Mary Lee, I saw the places in a completely new light. So these are an extension of Mary Lee. This is my home too. In the summer of 2018, I had the uh, opportunity to do an internship in South Bend. I got to explore the city, got to meet new people, and I immediately knew that we were connected. So the internship was the Bowman Creek Educational Ecosystem, and it started as a way to restore a very impaired creek, something that was very polluted. Uh, over the next four years, interns came and went and their goal was to make this place better for the community that lived there. It was a, a low-income community in the southeast neighborhood of, of South Bend. Four or five years later, it's my turn to be an intern there. I learned about the place, I fall in love with it, and I felt a little bit bad because I love Goshen, and I feel very proud of being from Goshen. Through that internship, I was able to make really beautiful connections and relationships. Now I'm working at the Center for Civic Innovation, the very center that ran this internship program. And I'm able to begin an internship experience like that, the one that I had, and that was so formative for me as well, professionally, in Elkhart. So Goshen, Elkhart, and, Saint, and South Bend are part of this big connected watershed. And I feel very privileged and honored because without Mary Lee, without those experiences, invaluable connections and new ways of thinking, I wouldn't have been able to be there. So I look forward to this summer of 2020 where I'll be in charge of 16 interns 
many of who will probably go on to environmental fields because this internship, what it teaches you is how to appreciate the place where you live, but also give back to a community. As I look back to, at Mary Lee, the most important things that I take with me are the relationships with professors and the peers that I, that I ex went through that experience with. And I will always be grateful for that. Thank you. Hi. I'm back. Now I get to bring this all full circle to this amazing place, uh, this amazing piece of Goshen College called Mary Lee. You've heard a bit about it from Gabe and Jose. And this map shows you how big the property is, a little over 1,100 acres, as Jose mentioned. It also shows how rich the ecosystem diversity is. But what it misses is the beauty and tranquility of the landscape. A big piece of true sustainability is personal sustainability. Taking a beat to remember who you are, what you're called to be, and just how breathtaking this world is that we get to live in. This is what I hope you remember about that afternoon on orientation weekend. Because this place is for you. It is a place where you can come to explore, to rest, to live, and to learn. The eight miles of trails are open to you anytime for free. There are a handful of weekend programs, uh, but if you really want to make sustain sustainability and servant leadership part of your Goshen College experience, uh, here are a couple opportunities that are available to you just across the pond. They take place here at Wreath Village. Here you're part of a living, learning community where you're immersed in the stuff that you're learning about. You're sharing home-cooked meals with your classmates and you're building relationships and skills to last a lifetime. As Gabe talked about, uh, each summer brings the agroecology summer intensive. Uh, and what does this crazy name mean? Rather than a bunch of tongue-in-cheek slides leading up to a hilarious GIF, I'll just tell you. We spend 10 weeks figuring out how to make our food system sustainable. <clears throat> From the ways we manage soil to the ways that we uh, care for animals. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, to issues of food access and justice and literacy. Every week we take an excursion uh, to visit a couple people who are working really hard in our region to make our food system operate. <clears throat> Every day students are working hard to produce food from the Merrily Sustainable Farm and enjoying that food for meals. And all of this can be taken for credit or certification. As Jose shared, each fall brings the sustainability leadership semester. Hopefully all of these words make sense at this point. We explore sustainability. We practice leadership. We build sustainability leaders. And to kick things off, we take a canoe trip from Mary Lee all the way to Lake Michigan, traveling through our whole watershed so that we can get to know the people who live in our region. 
just as in the summer, each week we hold class out in the community visiting people who are working on sustainability in one of the many different ways that one can do so. And as I alluded to in uh, Rhiannon and Lydia's story, each student works on a, a project in the community with real implications uh, to bring hope and progress to our place. And this semester is also available for credit or certification. If a whole semester feels like too big of a commitment, don't forget there are May term classes at Mary Lee. Every year we offer a class on environmental education where you get to work with kids like this, helping them to explore and build connections to nature. Every other year we offer entomology, which would help you identify the cool critters that, that this girl's about to scoop out of the pond. That alternates with botany, which would help you understand how the plants uh, support the life that exists in this pond and ours too, by the way. So you all have been great. Thank you for your attention and for playing along. I'll end with a challenge to walk alongside Rhiannon and Lydia and Greta and Gabe and Jose. Look for something going wrong in a place that you care about and do something to make it better as a servant leader. You'll be doing that good, earth-saving sustainability stuff without even meaning to. Thank you. <laughs>